Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I'm thankful to be your host. We're looking at Darius, Ahasuerus, and Artaxerxes, these kings and rulers of Persia, which, according to the Bible, was the second most powerful kingdom of the last 2,600 years or so. This is also found in the Achaemenid royal inscribed bowl. You'll hear the Persian dynasty these parts of it known as the Achaemenids. And this is from 464 BC. This is probably Esther is alive. Mordecai is probably still like a co-region at this time. Mordecai uh, has kind of been found in archaeology. Um, and we're getting this information from Earthing the Bible from Titus Kennedy, 101 Archaeological Discoveries that Bring the Bible to Life. That's Unearthing the Bible Harvest House. So let's just read a little bit of what he's got to say, and then we'll make some comments around it. Fair use kind of things. Again, thanks for being here. Do check out our other podcast. We've got 1,500 plus, and uh, most of them are proofs, evidences of the accuracy of Holy Scripture. There's more than you know. Make it a little journal or notebook, possibly, when you listen to the podcast. They're not very long. And uh, one, two, three sentences, you know, and you'll be shocked, I think, at the amount of information you've got proving the authenticity of Holy Scripture. And also, please subscribe. It just helps people find us. The Achaemenid Persian kings decorated their plates with inscriptions of their lineage and achievements, images of themselves, and superb artwork. And boy, that goes all the back to Samaria, superb artwork. And before that, in Cain's time, Tubal Cain. But uh, I just read about a Picasso deal somebody bought from Goodwill or somewhere, and it was worth, you know, $45,000, $50,000. Um, one exquisite gold-fluted bowl contains an inscription in Persian, Elamite, and Babylonian, that names and honors King Darius the Great, while another set for four known silver bowls, another set of four known silver bowls, were inscribed naming the king's Artaxerxes first, son of Ahasuerus, Xerxes first, son of Darius the Great. Numerous inscriptions of these kings have been found in both Susa and Persopolis, both excellent. And I've done some podcasts on their archaeology, excellent things for archaeology. Uh, those two cities. Darius was the king of Persia during events recorded in part of the book of Ezra. Ahasuerus was the Persian king who Esther married. Most would think there is some debate about that. Artaxerxes was on the throne when Nehemiah served as cupbearer and governor. During the time of Xerxes I, 486 to 465, which is the Greek rendering of Persian Xerxa, Babylonian and Hebrew, Ahasuerus, Ahasuerus, this would be uh, Esther's husband. The king seemed to prefer his winter capital of Susa, where he planned and launched another campaign against the dreaded Greeks, and boy, that's big time in history, isn't it? Hosted epic parties and ruled over an empire stretching from India to Ethiopia. All of that is found in scripture as far as the parties and the empire from India to Ethiopia, and probably the Greeks, too. And what is that, Daniel 8, is it? According to Persian, Greek, and Hebrew sources, Xerxes returned home in 479 B.C. after the failed invasion, completed monumental construction projects. That's found in the Bible. It, 
at least the results of them, in the capital cities of Persopolis and Susa, Salt consolidated a consolation in his harem and selected a new queen. Although Susa has been extensively damaged and pillaged, both in antiquity and modern times, archaeological excavations at Susa have uncovered the citadel, the palace, the royal audience hall, the king's gate, numerous official inscriptions, Persian inscriptions at Susa state that Darius and Xerxes built and repaired the palace, and the king's gate, this monumental gate, measured about 131 feet by 92 feet, with a square central room of 69 feet uh, on each side, supported by columns of at least 40 feet in height. That's incredible, isn't it? Sounds a little bit almost like the Parthenon. The palace complex itself was situated in the northern part of Susa on a mound that occupied about five hectares. This complex, also referred to as the Citadel, consisted of the palace where the king lived, the royal audience hall, and the monumental gate. Access to the palace complex was via pavement of bricks, passed through a monumental passageway of two halls, with double porticos using a total of 72 columns, and ended at the king's gate. This is just absolutely incredible. The royal audience hall, called the Apadana, was built with massive columns that were decorated with capitals in the shape of bulls and lions. I think... Uh, one of the last ones we did on that was from the Thompson Chain Study Bible. It's got an incredible archaeological section. And I think it went extensively into that, if my memory serves me correctly. Susa and its palace, including the Royal Hall, the King's Gate, and the House of the Women, were the setting for events of the Book of Esther when she was selected to be the new queen of Xerxes about 479 B.C. and held that position for at least six years. The Diva inscription of Xerxes Hazarus also lists the lands and people that are part of his empire, including India and Cush at the farthest reaches, just like the Bible says. Under the next king, Artaxerxes, the cupbearer Nehemiah worked in the Susa Palace and went before the king, probably in the royal audience hall, where Nehemiah requested Artaxerxes allow him to return to Jerusalem, rebuild the city walls. I'm going to attempt to read a little bit of a small print footnote here. Let's see if we can. In addition to the kings themselves, a Persian cuneiform tablet, always amazes me it's in cuneiform, from the end of the reign of Darius I, or the beginning of the reign of Xerxes I, around 490 B.C., mentions an official named Mordecai, or Marduka, as the name that was rendered in Babylonian. This tablet found in Barsippa, South of Babylon names Marduka a scribe and translator under the authority of Ushtanu, the satrap of the province of Babylon and across the river, and may refer specifically to the Mordecai known from the book of Esther before he moved to the capital of Susa. So that's just incredible. The more you study the Bible, the more you study archaeology, especially on its and out, the more you know that it's 100% true. Uh, what happens, uh, unfortunately, is most people just study little parts of archaeology, but when you step back and look at the broad brush, it's absolutely incredible. So God bless you. Thanks for being here. Join us daily. Share with your friends, family, church, family. Leave a five-star review. Helps people find us. And uh, look forward to seeing you often. So God bless you. Bye-bye.